Live from the Big G's Pizza Studio on Clark Street, this is Five Songs with Friends, Chicago's Music Discovery Podcast. Honeysuckle is a progressive folk act that blends older influences and traditional instrumentation with modern effects and inspiration. Comprised of Holly McGarry, Benjamin Burns, and Chris B. Don't know how to say his last name. This Boston-based band has performed in Audio Tree Session and at Newport Folk Festival, Lollapalooza, Mountain Jam, and CMJ. And they were also chosen as a Converse Rubber Tracks artist and have been nominated for Best Folk Artist of the Year and Best Americana Artist of the Year four years running at the annual Boston Music Awards. Ladies and gentlemen, I have Holly of the band here. Holly, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Amazing. Excited to have you. Uh, Can you help me real quick? I know I butchered it. How do you say Chris's last name in the band? Uh, Blonyars. Blonyars. Okay. Well, you learn something new every day. Something that people who have listened to the show frequently will not have learned but have already known is that I am terrible at pronouncing things. And so that will be <laughs> continue to be my fault in life, one of the many of them. Um, but you guys are coming to Chicago soon. You're coming to Chicago next month. Uh, you're going to be at Beat Kitchen on May 16th. Uh, a venue that I love and I've been going to for many years. So I'm, we're super excited to have you. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But before we do, can you tell us just a little bit about Honeysuckle? Like, how did you guys get started making music? What's that, the whole story kind of behind the band? Sure. Um, well, we all uh, met in, uh, I want to say 2012. Um, it was Ben and I's first year at uh, Berkeley College of Music. Uh, Chris was in his second year there. And, uh, yeah, Ben and I were in an orientation class together and started writing music uh, and playing together shortly after meeting. Um, And Ben and Chris were in another band at the time uh, called Gray Season. And so we all just kind of became one friend group. Um, And a few years into playing music with Ben, uh, Chris kind of started uh, playing with us. Um, And I would say sort of a year after we kind of started playing together as a trio, uh, we started playing under the name Honeysuckle. We kind of decided to make it a little more official. And yeah, it just kind of went on from there. Interesting. So have you always been interested in folk music? Did you kind of grow up on this or how did you find your way into this genre? Um, Yeah, uh, Gillian Welsh was a big uh, mutual influence for the three of us um ben grew up his his father was a uh celtic musician um and he played the banjo and so i think that was sort of a gateway for him at least into like acoustic music um my my family uh, wasn't huge into folk music but the guy who taught me how to play guitar uh, his name's doug bond he was a bluegrass musician so he was kind of my gateway into that and then Chris growing up in high school the big uh Avert Brothers uh fan and um he and a friend of his were in a group uh Jimmy and the Gooch and they played mostly um acoustic music you know Avert Brothers songs Simon and Garfunkel um and we all love classic rock too <laughs> sort of a, a mutual love that maybe doesn't show itself in the music all that much but but yeah we all had um experience in the acoustic music world previous to to being in college nice so what was it like going to 
a music college like Berkeley College of Music. I know there's been a lot of amazing bands that have come out of there. I know uh, recently, especially, you know, I think of bands like Ripe, for instance, um, that are, you know, having a lot of success and, and things like that. What is it What is it like, I guess, just being a student in uh, in that environment with so many awesome musicians around? Uh, it's great. I mean, it's it's a different experience for everyone. I mean, all three of us have a slightly different uh, perspective on it, I guess. It's funny you mentioned Ripe because we all went to school with them and, and knew them in school, had classes with them. But, uh, yeah, um, it's, I mean, for me, it was extremely humbling. I mean, you are maybe that music kid in your high school or your middle school, and that sort of sets you apart there. You're maybe that musical fish in a non-musical pond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get to Berkeley, and what made you special just makes you uh, the same, <laughs> sort of. Um, yeah, so it was it was very difficult for me. Um, I, I think it was an environment that Chris thrived in pretty immediately. Um, but, you know, it you can kind of be at any stage with music in a way going there. You know, I couldn't read music at all, but I had a good ear. Um, you know, they weren't willing to meet you where you are with some of the theory things. Um, and then Chris, you know, he has an excellent ear, um, but he's also quite good at reading music and had a basis of theory. So, um, you know, if you're a little more well-rounded, I think it's, uh, it's a little easier transition into that more specific learning environment. Um, you know, you have core classes that are, you know, you, you have to take some English classes and things. I had to take statistics for my ma- major, but, um, but, you know, it, it's almost exclusively uh, music stuff. And so that, that was sort of an interesting adjustment for me and a difficult one because I didn't have that. I didn't have as much previous knowledge, um, but it really is fun. I mean, you meet people from all over the world, really. It has a huge um, international population. And so you're just introduced to really brilliant people, brilliant musicians, um, uh, people with different backgrounds and cultures, uh, you know, different music than, I mean, I grew up in Idaho. We didn't have a lot of cultural diversity uh there mm-hmm. and so it was uh it was pretty amazing really in that way um so yeah it's just a big big mix of emotions but it, well, i feel very grateful to have been able to uh attend yeah absolutely is there any specific class or like maybe professor or teacher um that had a really profound impact on you or opened your eyes uh through that process mm-hmm. um Let's see. Well, I was a business major, so um, at a certain point, I didn't do a lot of playing in school. Uh, but just opening my eyes to like the music industry uh, in general. I mean, Dornfeld's a, a professor who I, you know, still consult with questions and things, and um, you know, certainly gave me a little broader idea of of what that industry is uh, in general. Um, but yeah, I mean, just so many inspirational, um, students, certainly. Um, yeah, so many, it, it's like the collaborations with the, the students there, the possibilities with that are just sort of endless, mm-hmm. um, inspiring. Yeah. It seems like a, a really fun place to be in. Um, 
So we have a new single today uh, that seems like it just came out pretty recently called Firestarter. It's accompanied with a pretty awesome music video. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about the song and, and maybe the music video as well? Sure. Um, yeah, all those songs on this newest record um, that's going to be coming out June 21st, um, they're all sort of about either people or events that kind of um, – kick-started things or uh, set things in motion in our lives and kind of helped to define who we are as people. And uh, so I, Firestarter is kind of uh, central to that idea. I mean, a person can kind of be a fire starter in that way and set something sort of dramatically in motion, good or bad. Um, and so the, the song is kind of like that too. It's, um, you know, how are we defined by you know, our up, upbringing, our parents and things like that versus um, just our own actions uh, as we get older and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it, it's kind of, um, it's a title track to the record and sort of carries the um, idea behind all the other songs. Excellent. Well, this is a song called Firestarter by Honeysuckle.
All right, so that was Firestarter by Honeysuckle. Uh, so yeah, Holly, tell me like a little bit about like the process. Like, how did you guys go about writing that song, or like how do you typically write songs as a as a group? Um, there is some co-writing. Um, Ben and I used to do a lot more of the co-writing, but on this record, Chris and I have a few co-written songs. And so with Chris and I, uh, generally he'll have a musical idea, either for a part of a song or um, for the entirety of a song. And then I will set words to it, typically how that relationship goes. Um, And sometimes he'll have notes for, you know, if something's too wordy or maybe doesn't like the idea of this or that, then we can change it. But um, the the couple songs that we wrote together for this latest record, I think were pretty smooth. He had the musical idea and I had the words and that's more or less just how it, how it was and how it stayed. Um, with Ben, it's a little bit more back and forth. We don't have any, Ben and I don't have any co-writes on this last, latest record, but um, you know, typically we'd each come up with a few musical ideas. Um, maybe I'd come up with the first draft of words and he would come up with the second draft of words. And there's just a little bit more fussing with things, I guess. Um, but uh, most of the songs on the records are either written by myself or Ben or Chris. Um I, I'm typically the majority songwriter on the records, but uh, but we all write um, music and, and lyrics together. And then Chris and Ben are kind of the key um, arrangers. You know, for Firestarter, I, I wrote the melody, the chords, the lyrics, um, you know, basically the whole song. But Chris and Ben are very good at arranging, so the little intro on the song is them. Um, you know, they have any interplay that's very... You know, most of our instrumental things are very intentional. We do them each show. And so those parts are scripted and and written by Chris and Ben together. And then Chris typically um, has the reins with uh, harmonies, vocal harmonies, if they're not just super intuitive. I mean, for the most part, we can kind of work out a part uh, on the fly, but... Um, then we just kind of listen to them over and over again and finesse them so that they move in the way that we want them to. Wow. So it sounds like you guys have a very, very collaborative process throughout this entire, um, the entire songwriting process, I guess. Yeah, we're we're all particular in different ways. Um, so we all kind of take the reins with a, any given song um, at different stages of its development. So, yeah, I think it's cool. Awesome. Well, you guys are going on tour soon and you're going to be in Chicago on May 16th at Beat Kitchen. Uh, Do you want to talk a little bit about the tour and and kind of some of the maybe other big dates you have coming up? Um, Sure. Yeah, Uh, we've got a very busy summer with um, the new record coming out. Uh, And this May tour is uh, quite a long tour. We start uh, May 10th and finish up June 2nd, more or less. but, uh, yeah, we've got a, a few festivals along that route. Um, we're playing Midwest Music Fest on May 18th, and that's in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Um, we have uh, Papa Joe's Banjo BQ Fest, <laughs> which is quite a mouthful, uh, in Evans, Georgia. We're very excited about. Um, and then other festivals we have this summer, we're playing Floyd Fest uh, in Virginia um, later in July. Um Mile of Music Fest in Appleton, Wisconsin, 
uh, we've got our first international festival, um, Bear Creek Folk Festival in Alberta, Canada. So, um, yeah, uh, moving around a lot this summer and uh, very grateful for it all. Awesome. That's exciting. Uh, out of kind of maybe some of these bands that you're going to be gigging with in the future or have played with in the past or maybe even some of your uh, you know, fellow alums or, or classmates at Berkeley. Are there any under the radar artists or other acts that uh, you want to give a quick shout out to? Sure. Um, yeah, a lot of them, and some of them certainly classmates. Um, Twisted Pine and uh, Sam Moss. They're both uh, Berkeley alums that we'll be playing with for our CD release show in June. Um, and points in between. Um, they're both fantastic. Um, Rachel Sumner, who was a part of Twisted Pine, uh, is, has her own solo career and I think is uh, fabulous. Uh, Mother Moses is a friend of ours. Uh, their group is out of uh, Philadelphia. Uh, Ellen Siberian Tiger um, is also out of Philly. Um, the Western Den, they're also Berkeley Soaks. Um, they're incredible. Uh, they're out of Virginia more or less at the moment and they just re uh, released a fantastic uh, new record just about a month ago um and then twin some friends of ours they're a little different genre but um they're great they're i don't even know if they're based out of any place anymore they mm -hmm. tour so much but uh yeah lo lots of friends out there awesome i love it uh how can people stay in touch with honeysuckle and you know hear about the upcoming album that's going to come out as well as any future tour dates things of that nature sure probably the best place is um honeysuckleband.com and you can sign up for our newsletters there uh, we also have you know uh, facebook and instagram and twitter although we don't use that too much but uh yeah honeysuckleband.com is is probably the best place Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Holly, for coming on the show. Everyone, be sure to check them out at Beat Kitchen on May 16th. Uh, have a great tour, and I'm excited to hear the new music. Well, thank you so much, and thanks for having us, or having me. <laughs>